welcome to After Pulse, the extra podcast from the hosts of Community Pulse. And now here's Mary Thangball, Jason Hand, and PJ Haggerty. So very interesting, very interesting perspectives there. Um, I feel like the one thing that was really touched on was kind of, I mean, besides the whole job title thing, which is definitely a consistent issue in all of anything dealing with community anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, was kind of the idea that, I mean, like at its heart, the way that people deal with open source is not that different from the way that any other kind of DevRel or community management goes on. It's just understanding your community, their needs, their level of interaction, and, uh, and you know, what you need to do in order to participate, mm-hmm. which is really what this is about. Right. And I think one of the interesting things to me is I've seen a handful of companies lately who are looking to kick off an open source initiative be like, that falls under developer relations. I'm like, eh, kind but, of, but, it- but not really. And so it kind of, it winds up falling to developer relations and open source community management to set the standards for how they're going to work with maintainers and what that process is going to be and everything else. So I think those two can be conflated sometimes. But if you're doing community management for an open source company, like the community manager should not be the person in charge of how do we process pull requests? Like that's not part of your job. Like you might have some insight into the community who, or the community member who did that, but that's a separate part of the company, which I think winds up wrapping itself into like, oh, hey, we're launching an open source project, DevRel, it's now your responsibility because who else is going to do it? Right. So much of what we talk about definitely on this episode and, and I feel like every episode is it just comes down to the personal perspective and implementation details of what it is you do on a day-to-day basis, which makes it absolutely subjective and our own realities are the only thing that matters. Um, And just it's a bummer. We keep coming back to these arguments because one person stands up so strongly towards a a term and, and what it actually means. And then there's a million other people who come with, come in with a legitimate, set of reasons why that actually doesn't apply. You know, there's a million well actuallys out there when you say this is part of community relationships or responsibility. But it kind of, it kind of goes back to, to, you know, I, I was having a heated discussion on Twitter a while ago about something kind of in this realm. And and I had a friend of mine who reached out to me via text, like not even DM, like texting my phone. It was just like, dude, is this really, this isn't the hill you need to die on. This is not where you need to waste your time. You're wasting your time. You're, you are essentially in a semantic argument. And no one wins semantic arguments. Um, and and I, I agree, like, in taking a step back, like, getting the text made forced me to take a step back and say, all right, you know, let me think about this for a minute, because we all know I'm really good at being patient and not just shooting off my mouth. Um but I took a step back. For those, like, oh, you, right. you don't, for those of you who don't get to see PJ like me, his eyes almost <laughs> rolled out of his head. When he completed that last sentence. I, I confirm this statement. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, really, that's, that's a lot of what goes on. And yes, it does get heated because no one, when, when someone comes out, like you said, Jason, who's so passionate to take a stance and say, this is my hill to die on. If, that, if you want to make that your hill to die on, cool, but understand that someone's going to try to make you die on that hill. The externalizing of a thought does not automatically make it so everyone agrees with what you're saying. Um, I mean, we see this a lot in, in any aspect of our jobs. You know, 
Open source developers have different ideas of what open source should be or could be or should, how it should be used. Um, in DevOps, not everyone agrees on how DevOps should work. Not everyone agreed on how Agile worked. A lot of people don't even have a good definition for what enterprise software means. Like all of these, and it all boils down, these are all words. And you can have a personal, subjective definition of what you do and what you're trying to do. And your organization has a personal or a, a corporate, I guess, definition of what you are doing, what you do in their realm and what they want you to try to do in their realm. And then the people in the community also have a perception of you and what you're trying to do. So I think it'd be a far cry to think that there's some place where all of those things are always exactly the same. Yeah. It's probably not going to happen. Well, and the hard thing is, and I get it, right, that like – when someone's looking for a new job in developer relations in some capacity, whether it's developer advocate, whether it's community manager, like you want to be able to see a job title and go, Oh, that means this, this, and this cool. I am qualified for that job without really even having to read through the job description. And you can't do that in the developer relations world currently. And that's frustrating. And I get it because I spent over a decade as a community manager having to deal with like, is this actually what I consider to be a community manager or is it more of an office manager role for a, a co-working space or is it, we were talking earlier, is it an apartment manager job? Mm -hmm. Like who knows, right? But it's hard to be able to say for every company in every situation, this is what developer relations is, this is what entails, this is what your job is because it changes whether it's a completely proprietary company, whether it's a proprietary product that they have some open source tooling, whether it's completely open source, whether it's open source plus enterprise, like you're gonna have different priorities, you're gonna have different goals, you're gonna have different ways that that breaks down. And I think that's one of the biggest pieces that there's so many people saying, but I have to know what this means, what this is, so that I know what this job role is. And I get it, both as a, as a person who is wanting to look for new jobs as well as a hiring manager. I get that that's confusing because then how do you write an accurate job description? But I think there's so often that we get into, like both of you said, we get into all the semantics and we spend so much time there instead of actually sitting down and going, great, developer relations is about serving the developer community. How do I do that better? in whatever job title I have, in whatever company I'm working for, in whatever capacity I can. Right, and it's, I don't think it's unique to, to, to DevRel either. Like, this was a problem when I was a developer. Um, so was I a developer, was I a programmer, or was I a coder? Or an engineer. Or an engineer, or an architect. Yeah. Yeah, like, these are essentially, if you really boil it down, with the exception of architect, they do something a little bit different. Those are all the same thing. They're all building. Do I write code for a little bit? Yes. Yeah. Then I could have any of those titles. Right. Um, you know, DevRel, do I speak? Do I create content? Do I interact with the community? Do I participate? Do you yes. manage social media? Do you manage social media? Do you advocate for the community who's using your product at the end of the day? Exactly. Yeah. Individual contributors with a billion different hats that they like to wear some days, some days they don't. Some days they're asked to. Some days they just put them on and do them. I think it's yeah, just. I wear, I wear a hat every. Everybody time. I talk to that does this role, like it's all different. So every, everybody's yeah. different. You know, what I do now is is a completely different. It feels like some days than what I did at Victor Ops. Mm -hmm. And I'm part of a large DevRel team, and within that DevRel team, there are a lot of program managers who do nothing that resembles anything 
that some of the people have been on our show, you know, like that they're, they're the ones who heard the, you know, the feral cats that are the advocates trying to, you know, run around with their heads cut off, trying to save the world. The, the fact is that there's just people who are skilled at certain things and it all rolls up to trying to be an advocate for internal people and trying to be an advocate for external people. And depending on your business and the value you're trying to provide to the world, that varies. I know yeah. we, we try to avoid certain terms uh, along a, an axis, but it varies. There's just, there's a lot of things that can happen in a lot of different ways. And I think I've run out of hills to die on. There's not a lot left for me. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like the over the hill thing. Um, but like, I just <laughs> don't care anymore. You know, like I know what I do. I know the value I bring. And I can go to any company and I'm not going to change. You can put any kind of label you want on me. It just doesn't matter. Right. Um, right. I'm here to do my job and I'm going to do my job to the best of my ability because, and maybe we don't talk about this enough on this podcast, but I really love my job. Mm-hmm. I love my job. Like, I don't think I've been as well suited for any other job I've ever had, except for maybe Paperboy. Nailed that. Um, <laughs> but ser- like in all seriousness, like, the people who do this job do this job because they're passionate about it. And the hill they want to die on is, you know, talking to community members and participating and doing things. It's not what the hell is my job title. Yeah. yeah. I could care less what you call me. The only time it seems to matter, which I realized as a matter of fact today is when there are other people who in, in the organization don't really know what you do. They see you as valuable, but they don't know when it is appropriate to yeah. reach out to you versus somebody yeah. else, which I totally yeah. get. Yeah. Um, but then also when you start talking about compensation levels too, and certain organizations, like if you want to be able to reach a certain thing or go down a certain career path, um, it's just part of the hierarchy. It's part of the, you know, whatever yeah. the patriarchy it's, it's just been around and I don't think we're going to change it. You know, like it's just, it is what it is. But, uh, I, I think most of us are intelligent enough to like not hold a lot of stock in our title that that hasn't gotten us as many places as our talent. Right. But it, it kind of goes back to the idea too. Like you mentioned the, the, the hierarchy and, and the patriarchy, it does go back to like old business. Like we are in business. We are doing business. Yeah. No one's doing this for free. Um, the idea is someone somewhere along the lines is either paying money or making money. That's how it goes. It's the capitalist system. Love it, leave it, whatever. I don't care what your politics are, but that's kind of the way things function right now. We'll find a better way maybe someday. But because of that, that capitalist system requires that you have a title that is commensurate with your pay. And I think that's where people are getting hung up because DevRel is amorphous. It is essentially still, I mean, it's in its infancy as far as something that's t- taken seriously by large scale businesses like Microsoft and Google and IBM. Yeah. So it's tougher to say like, you know, oh, we've been doing this for years. Like, yeah, we have, but we didn't really know what we were doing. And we, we were running before we walked and that's the problem yeah. with the titles. And that's part of the reason why I've loved, I mean, we've talked about titles, whether it's been the, the topic that we had at the top of the thing or not on the last, what, six or eight episodes probably. And I love that because I think it's, a, it's as much as we say titles don't matter, and I agree to a certain extent they don't, I think awareness of, look, we've got people who are doing open source community management who are develop, in developer relations in the industry of developer relations who are doing things that are very similar to developer advocates or community managers who are doing things that are slightly different but are still serving a a technical audience. And I think bringing some awareness to, look, we all have a lot of different titles, we all have a lot of different talents, we are bringing those together in a cohesive way to again, back to what we were saying earlier, 
serve the technical community that is specific to our audience. And so I love that this keeps coming up and we keep saying, oh, hang on, that's related to the title talk or that's related to, is it community or DevRel or community or developer advocate or open source community management or develop, like it keeps coming up because it's a constant conversation and I think us hashing and rehashing these conversations on the podcast helps bring some clarity to, at the end of the day, we're all doing similar things we all have the same passions, we all have the same focus, and it just depends on how we're implementing our specific talents to further the developer community that we are serving specifically. Right, and I, and I think it's, in some way, it's a little presumptuous of any of us to decide how all of this works. Like, the only way this is ever gonna work is if we get like majority consensus on all of it, which is not likely to happen, but, I think the, the problem continues to come up because there's always like an individual who comes up and says, I know more than everyone else. And this is how it's going to work because my opinion is the word of God and you will all follow it. And it's like, yeah, no. Yeah. I think that is important. And everybody wants a playbook. Everybody wants the step-by-step -step how you do it. And I think, you know, I, I am fully aware a lot of folks recognize that Microsoft seems to be putting a lot of effort towards their developer relations we haven't got it figured out. I mean, we keep, we keep experimenting and trying, you know, we've reorg now uh, four times in the, in the year I've been there, but it just keeps, keeps kind of honing in on what it is we're we trying to do. Right. That's kind of a point. I mean, this how is, how do we do it better? Yeah. So this is an, uh, a tangential part of computer science. It's right. And titles are changing. Follow that method. Yeah. So I just don't think we, I think everybody loves, yeah, to, to have a step-by-step -step and, and as they're seeing, as we're seeing kind of as an industry that these types of roles or these types of individual contributors who end up performing these types of roles um, somehow are making huge impacts for businesses and then drawing in, you know, fairly comfortable salaries. Like it, people want to know, like, what, what are these people doing? And, and maybe also how do I get in? So yeah. like people just looking for the playbook and the labels and say, I want to do that. I want to do it. PJ does. I want to do it. Mary does. I want to, want to be them or I want to make an impact like they do or whatever it is. They're looking for the, the, you know, where to hitch their wagon. And we're all like, dude, let's not put labels on it. Let's keep it free. And, and so, which I totally love because when, once you stop being prescriptive, which is the same thing I've said a million times in a minute, you know, for the past 10 years of DevOps, once you make it prescriptive, it's no longer, it, it is no longer, no, it doesn't get any better. Like we've said, okay, this is what it is. And so just, just go do that rather than trying to keep experimenting with what problems are we solving and how do we bring value to the people right. we care about? Because that right. is our community, whether we think of it or not this way, the community exists. Do you want to bring value to that community in your own special way that then rolls up to something where the company you work for is like, yes, go do that thing. And we will pay you to do that. Like that's the whole, that's the circle right there of life is what are people trying to do and how can we make it easier for them to do that and be that middle person? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that will represent itself differently in every single company. That's right. And that's a big part. I mean, I had a couple different people when I was right before I published my book, I had a handful of folks read through it and give me advice. And if there are any major things are left out, blah, blah, blah. And the biggest feedback I heard was, I wish it were more prescriptive. I was like, sorry, <laughs> it's not going to be. Like, I give you the ask these questions, follow these frameworks to figure out what you should be doing. But I can't tell you what you should be doing because every company is going to be different. Right. 
I feel like this is actually something I cover a lot in my talks. It's like, I can tell you that this is a golden hammer, mm -hmm. but there's no golden hammer. I can tell you right. that I've exhausted absolutely every possibility in this talk right. for this subject, but it's not true. Yeah. And I can't sell you on that idea. Don't believe that. Mm -hmm. And if anyone tells you it is in a 30 minute talk, they're lying. <laughs> Um, yeah. Or trying to sell you something. Here's the principles, and then go go yeah. figure out how to best apply it. To Here's your the big work. picture ideas. Now so. you you relate it to yourself. Yeah. And on that note, I think that's a good place to stop the after pulse. Thanks everybody for listening, and we will catch you after the next community pulse episode. Bye everybody. See ya. This has been another episode of After Pulse with Mary Thangwall at Mary underscore Grace on Twitter, Jason Hand at Jason Hand on Twitter, and PJ Hagney at Asplenic on Twitter. Learn more at communitypulse.io or at community underscore pulse on Twitter.